0: Good morning. Welcome to the M.T. for Christ 24-7 podcast. I'm M.T. Clark, and this little Zoom meeting is more than a Zoom meeting. It's a Bible study, and uh, it's actually going to uh, be go back in time as today's study is called um um A merry little christmas as we were uh, we were postponed for 2 weeks um so but uh, the 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 studies on ink uh, uh has been written and uh, we're going to revisit it uh, we're gonna well visit it for the first time um today as we are joined uh, by Arthur and Suzanne Sincati, my lovely wife Tammy Lynn for uh, a little Bible study that we call uh, Bible study with the Zincottis. Uh so we before we go back and 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 uh, uh, into the Yuletide uh, season, um we'll say good morning and uh, ask Arthur to uh, pray us in, I guess. yes yeah, say good morning. good morning, good
1: morning. everyone.
0: And we
2: come before Your throne of grace, Lord, <clears throat> with grateful hearts, um, still uh, warmed by the season, as it should be, <clears throat> carrying Christmas in our hearts uh, all the day, all the year long. <clears throat> we thank You and praise You <clears throat> for gathering us together here this morning. Um, it's such a joy uh, mm. to. Um, Open our hearts and, and uh, communicate our lives uh, before you and before one another, Lord, as we seek to make sense of what's going on. And you have not left us as orphans, but you've given us a, um, a rule of life that uh, can be tedious and confusing at times. But you have also given us your Holy Spirit to help us um, navigate uh all that you've called us to be and all that you've called us to do. And I pray that you give us peace about that today as we explore one, one of our highest callings, which is to, is to peer into your word mm-hmm. and to, um, uh, convey the truths therein <clears throat> perhaps to a larger audience, Lord. Um, and we submit it to you, the audience of one pray that, uh, the words of our mouth and meditations of our heart are truly acceptable in your sight. And that we rightly divide the word of truth this morning, Lord, as we as we uh, engage with one another.
1: Mm.
2: And we praise you and thank you for your presence here in our midst. And we ask for your blessing over our time together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen.
2: Amen. So the truth be told um we are not going back in time okay because today actually happens to be christmas, uh, orthodox yeah. christmas oh, uh, okay according to, according to the julian calendar which uh portion of the world mostly eastern rites eastern rites catholics and orthodox and some orthodox although they have changed it up this year but not 100% because getting orthodox to agree on, on anything is just about like totally impossible. <laughs> the only group that I know worse than that are Pentecostals. Hmm. but um, uh, so anyway, today is uh, January 2nd and uh, uh, seventh. or seventh and, and some people call it little Christmas. It's also the Feast of the Epiphany um, was, yesterday, uh, yeah. uh, was yesterday. but it's also Orthodox Christian. and the two calendars are off by about 10 days. Uh, the Julian and the Gregorian calendar. The Julian calendar was instituted by Julius Caesar in somewhere around 40 to 45 BC, and it's a 365-day calendar, whereas the, um, um, the Gregorian calendar was instituted by Gregory, Pope Gregory, um, back, I think it was 15-something-something, 15, 15 something. This is 1600s. So uh, there we have it. We we we're getting yeah. another shot at this, and I'm, I'm grateful for it because this uh, topic, this message, has been has been simmering on my heart for uh, since Christmas. And um, we'll not be disappointed in having to wait another year to to yeah. unpack it. Yeah. And I titled it a Merry Little Christmas, but that is a genuinely a sarcastic. Uh, uh, (laughs) Ricard really is, and I think we'll we'll pick that up from our opening (laughs) verse here, which says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Mm -hmm. And you probably didn't see that verse on any Christmas cards this year. Uh,
1: Uh, no, (laughs) or
2: uh, uh, even Easter cards, any church, um, uh, signs come, uh. New Year's Eve celebrate or Christmas Eve celebration with us from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence they get by force. Um, please uh, write us if you saw that on any church sign. <laughs> I would be extremely surprised, uh, surprised yeah. to do that. Right. Because our, even our <clears throat> Christian little cele- uh, sentimental ce- uh, uh, celebration of Christmas is rather uh, pathetic, I think, in uh, light of what's what really took place if we mm. and that's what we hope to um, explore today. Um, probably didn't see colorful scenes of Herod's slaughtering innocent children under the age of two years old recorded in Matthew 2:16 to 18 on any Christmas cards this year. That just doesn't bring the family together, doesn't warm hearts. You don't sit around the fireplace any cookies and and, and contemplate uh, those events, right? I doubt that the shadow of the cross was cast over any Christmas plays this year. Mm. That, you know, that is just not cool um, wow. because we want to take pictures of the kids and we want to uh, show the grandparents and everybody wants to feel happy, happy, happy. Yeah. Uh, and um, not that uh, any of these things are in, inherently wrong. Um, but there's a deeper uh, uh, something going on here,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I would uh, submit that our, the unsentimental truth about Christmas is that it was a rescue mission. Yeah, it was a rescue mission. God invaded the legitimate kingdom of darkness in a manner hardly seeming of any consequence, mm-hmm. and He established a beachhead in Luke two seven when it says, and her time was complete, and Mary brought forth a son, and called his name Emmanuel. So this is what happened. Um, God invaded mankind, yeah. and you know, if we if we think of invasions, if we think of in military invasions, they, they tend to be um, messy <laughs> and uh, and and bloody, and a lot of uh, mayhem and destruction, and fire and brimstone and warfare, and swords and bullets and things. Things like that. And if we draw this out, you know, to its 33-year uh, um, uh, uh, conclusion, that's exactly what it was. It's exactly mm-hmm. an invasion of kingdoms. Um, he uh, made uh, a colorful announcement and that an assault was underway mm-hmm. in Luke 2, 8 to 14, when the angels declare. Mm-hmm. And, and do you really think that uh, they, God was telling shepherds? In, in this in this scene, God was making a declaration to the kingdom of darkness: "We're here, I'm here." Okay, you better take note,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm
2: not hiding it behind a bushel basket. Mm-hmm. Basket, okay, I'm here, and uh, you're going down. All right, and this is uh, we're ushering in the last days.
1: Well, you know, when you consider it, if the angels had shown up with their glory in the daytime, it wouldn't have been as spectacular an announcement as it is because they showed up at night in the dark of night and then all of a sudden there's bright lights there's bright glory there's brightness mm-hmm. so you you know consider that that God was really making an announcement he wasn't just slipping in quietly yeah like a baby in the manger
2: yeah that's but he so was well coming said. in the
1: dark of night and then boom all the light shows up.
0: Yeah, and it's not in
1: the daytime, it wouldn't have been so spectacular,
0: right? And they, <laughs> the literal contrast of darkness and light, you know, exactly. Was, and this is from um, John's gospel, you know, that uh, the light comes in to shine some of the darkness, and you know, matter, right. the matter and the
2: darkness cannot and, comprehend it. That's right, yeah.
0: Yeah, this is exactly
2: what's happening. It's a, it's a conflict between, there are only two kingdoms, and there's a conflict between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. It's interesting conceptually that there's actually um, no such thing as darkness, just as there's no such thing as cold. Uh, right. the, uh, the darkness is the absence of light. And I love what Susanna added, because even to be even more dramatic, to telecast and to display that the kingdom of light is invading Mm. god chose to do this in 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 the pitch black of night you know with no uh, 20th century city lights or uh, Mm -hmm. electricity or anything like that it was dark
0: right and whether
2: or not we want to sentimentalize that the you know the stars were out and the shepherds were you know chewing on a piece of grass uh, musing up at the stars and wondering what tomorrow might look like uh, we don't know but we know that God showed up in all his glory, and the angels of God showed up in all their glory and made quite a display <laughs> with this announcement, as if to say, as I said, we're, no, we're not doing this uh, behind closed doors. No. The person of Jesus began an assault on the kingdom of darkness, taking back souls instead of land this time mm-hmm. uh, for the glory of God. And um, so, as I said, uh, there, are, uh, there are only two kingdoms, uh, and uh, there's no middle ground, there's no demilitarized zone, there's no walking fences. Uh, uh, I ask everyone to be circumspect this Christmas season, and every day, The yeah. kingdom that you're standing on, you're in. Um, uh, we understand that in, in the garden, man legally handed over dominion to Satan um, through temptation. When Satan says to Jesus in, in the other garden, uh, or in the wilderness, actually, and Satan says to Jesus, all authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whoever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship me, worship before me, it will all be yours, and speaking of the kingdoms of the world. And um, he wasn't kidding. Uh, uh, the war was in full vigor at that point, And Satan had um, uh, resources, and he had something to offer because all the kingdoms of the world did belong to him. we uh, uh, wrote them over when when we sinned and handed over the dominion and authority that was given to us in, in Genesis 2 we handed it over to Satan. Uh, um, so he legitimately had that uh, um, uh, could make that statement but uh, <laughs> Jesus said <laughs> uh, of course combats he combats this, uh, War of words by saying, "Get behind me, Satan! Yeah. It is written, she shall worship the Lord your God and, and Him only.'" Uh, so <clears throat> we see all these um, uh, uh, battle motifs. This even this scene here is is a harsh battle. Mm. Uh, and it's it's not a you know a picturesque uh, scene for the great masters to be painting. But Jesus has been fasting for forty days. Yeah. It's probably a little gaunt and definitely weak. And um, and uh, now he's got to uh, now he's got to do a, a, a war of words with with the uh, so-called uh, prince of darkness.
0: Right, and that, you know it highlights. I think you know the, he goes into the desert and he and he passed for forty days and he and he and Satan comes and uh, the word tells us that Jesus is out there by the Spirit of God um, for this confrontation. And it's really the first confrontation where, you know, um, it's clear that Jesus um, is there to, to undo the work of the devil. And he gives us, right. you know, he gives us uh, the means to do so with uh, the power and authority of the word of God and um, Satan leaves. Um, but, uh, you know, the one thing about that is, is the battle continues um yeah. you know he 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 comes back and uh you know so we we have to keep fighting um uh through the power and authority that jesus has given us uh the living word of god um yeah, yeah. so yeah
2: yeah uh that particular passage goes on to say that satan um departed from him mm-hmm. for a more opportune moment
1: <laughs> right.
2: exactly so, as I said, the war was in full vigor. Uh, there's a wonderful parable that Jesus uses in uh, Mark 4, 31 to 32. It says, to what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or what parable shall we picture it? It is like a mustard seed, which, is, which when it is sown into the ground, is the smaller than all the seeds on the earth? But when it grows, it grows and becomes greater. And um, as I was studying this and contemplating uh, the season, It couldn't help think like what's what's smaller and more insignificant than a baby in a manger in an obscure little part of the world Hmm. uh, born to a poor couple. Um, So, uh, again, this is just uh, uh, in my estimation, it's it's sort of an echoing of the Christmas motif where uh, we see the, the, the weak things of the world the base things the small things the insignificant things of the world this is what god uses to confound mm-hmm. the 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 rich and the and, and the powerful etc mm-hmm. um been reading another great book uh, authority to heal by ken blue um okay okay was <laughs> well, good to me. I'm, I'm re- yes, I'm reading it, but I'm having the greatest difficulty <laughs> navigating Susanna's hieroglyphics because she wrote it before she wrote it before me, and uh-huh. she's got all these notes and 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 underlines and and uh, what? What? <laughs> pointing I <like> arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I li- no
0: highlights. No like highlights Okay. Like
2: she likes pencil. She like didn't like. I a, like pencil. Bleed through to the other page. Um, but uh, Ken Blue writes. He says that the ebb and flow. Of the cosmic battle between light and darkness is not a dance choreographed by a puppeteer deity. The fight is real. The victory of Christ through his cross and the resurrection is final, but not yet realized. Evil continues to exercise its bound though significant power till Christ's return in his glory." Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, earlier in his book, Blue describes the dispensation that we now uh, uh, live in as what's called a, a, a now and not yet, hmm. and compares it hmm. to the, the time between D Day and VE Day during World War II. Uh, hmm. Though D Day is typically considered uh, as Jesus' victory at the cross, I, I would, it, for the sake of this study, respectfully, uh, push it back 33 years sooner yeah. to yeah. the, the um, baby being born in the manger. Right. And,
1: uh victory day was on the cross. Yeah. Mm. Deliverance day was on...
2: Mm. <laughs> so um, only the God who spoke and created light could bring light back into the world. He uh, sampled that manifestation with the star uh, of Bethlehem. Mm. And so once again, uh, we uh, see that God is is pulling out all the stops and he's bringing in all the um, uh, references and word pictures and and uh, elements that would be genuinely understand understood
1: mm-hmm. uh, the
2: psalmist says that he is clothed in light um, and light was uh, very important to the Jewish mind and the Hebraic thought um, and and so he God, uh, establishes a light We don't uh, for the the so-called wise men. <laughs> we don't know um, what that was. Some people uh, say that it was uh, uh, the Shekinah glory of God leading them in, uh, from wherever they came, Ethiopia, most people uh, speculate. Uh, others call it a star.
1: It could have been a comet. It
2: could have been a comet. God can
1: use whatever he wants to use. It's his universe. <laughs>
2: exactly. Mm-hmm. Certainly, uh, it certainly is. Um, the wise men, whenever they show up, again, <laughs> speculation, mm-hmm. uh, represent, I, I would suggest, allied uh, kings coming, um, welcoming the transfer of power and rejecting the oppressor and receiving um, uh, 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 coded information mm-hmm. from an angel to return to their own country a, a different way.
0: Yeah, I read somewhere, uh, cool. I was reading, uh, I think I was reading Bonhoeffer's um advent devotional where i get the following uh in in the because it was the of epiphany yesterday and depending on what calendar you go by um they the the gifts they gave to christ uh you know were 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 sort of prophetic in terms of the gold represent representing the king you know that he was king they were recognizing his authority as king um making yeah. sense was sort of like a, a, a pointing to the high priest uh, right you know um and the myrrh was pointing towards his re- re- death and resurrection um right that, as as the, three, the three gifts pointing out um you know the stations or the functions of christ and uh what this baby um would come to be and who, who already was um and it was earth you know, the wise men uh, that recognizing that, that the kingdom had come and, 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 and God's being incarnated in, in flesh. Um, yeah. Neither, nothing. Yeah.
2: Um, I've heard um, similar references and, and uh, uh, again, the recognition that a, a king has come mm. and, yeah. uh, and entered the scene. This is the whole, this is what uh, I'd like to emphasize this morning that a king has come and, and, and entered the scene. And it's not without opposition. Mm. It is not without opposition. Kings uh, uh, don't just lay down uh, their, their power and authority uh, willingness. And one would think that even in the light of, of who this is would, be even um, uh, it would be even more um, evident and more and, and more significant mm. but uh, you know even in we see the, the pushback uh, of Christmas even in our culture today yeah. of course um, I, I uh, I've been still laid up with the back injury and some sickness and didn't get out much this Christmas But we have the inevitable engagements at the grocery store, whether people are going to say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, and that awkwardness, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, There are things that culturally you just can't say anymore. Mm -hmm. Family gatherings are being um, uh, affected and being, um, uh, you know, kind of subjugated uh by the uh, by what's going on because of um uh, the the politics of it all yeah. and so uh we 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 see the con- this is the, we see the conflict this, this is a conflict going on mm. and it's it's clear and it's obvious and it gets nasty at times it gets real nasty
0: yeah uh, um yeah so the secular christmas usually comes you know comes in big uh, during the Christmas season, where you see a lot of the Grinch, where you know, uh, they recognize right. it as Christmas, but it's more or less a you know, a pageant of you know, gift giving, and and you know, the big thing is they sing at the end, and the light you know comes in, so that's good. You could find it, you know, the sim- symbolism there, you could say, okay, there's it's in there, but then you get things like, um. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas with uh, Jack Skellington. You might see him on. I uh, I drive up 9 Jay, and I see the Skeleton King uh, dressed as Santa Claus on someone's lawn. Um, yesterday in my travels, um, yeah. yesterday's in my travels, I saw first time ever um, saw a Santa Claus with devil horns and claws. Um, yeah like krampus or or the devil or satan Claus, and i just couldn't you know i couldn't believe um you know uh, that we've gotten that far away you know some people have are gotten that far in their opposition to uh the kingdom but i shouldn't be surprised um yeah you know it's just showing people's hearts it's like you know it's this um total denial of the gospel if you're if you're if you're putting stuff like out uh, like that out there it's not just a mm. sort of cool primitive thing it's uh it's antichrist you know it's stark and uh yeah and then because uh, because before right. that you'll have like you know, uh, the generalized sayings of believe and joy. Um, but sort of pointing to again, uh, the Santa Claus, uh, story and, uh, you know, the gift giving and, you know, Oh boy, I gave my family a good Christmas, which points to me, you know, um, provides all the gifts and, you know, I'm the, I'm the, I'm, I'm I'm father Christmas, not anyone else. Um, You know, pointing to ourselves, you know, instead of recognizing the the miracle that came with uh, the incarnation of Christ and what He did for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. Uh, we all make um, noble proclamations every Christmas that we're going to make an effort to put Christ back in Christmas, and but we've seen this deterioration over many years the, with the sentimentalizing of of Christmas. But now, as you rightly point out, it's become downright hostile, and with all these dark images, you're you're so right. I remember uh, a couple of months ago going into one of the big box stores, and these these um,
1: giant um, Halloween stuff.
2: The Halloween stuff has just become so um, dark and sinister. Mm. I wouldn't, if, if, if well, I had, had kids right now, I wouldn't take my kids into those stores. The other
1: day, I drove by a house that had a two-story house that had a skeleton that was as, as tall as a two-story house. Yeah. And the skeleton had a, a Santa Claus hat and a scarf around his neck. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That, the giant skeleton has come out and it's like, you like right. you said, it's like 10 feet tall. And, yeah. you know, when I saw that in October, I was like, this is a proclamation of the enemy. Um, because yeah. not only exalting man as the big guy, right, you know, but it's also pointing to um, uh, the atheistic worldview that there is no life after death, that this is it, you know, and yeah. we're the big thing yeah. on the earth, um, and we're big and scary, and, uh, you know, we're not going to last, it's sort of a subtle, I don't know, I really, I would love yeah. to question someone who's put up one of the skeletons and say, what's that about? Um, yeah. Right. See if there's any intention in their in their mind, or if they're just, you know, oh, you totally clueless you. that they're being used by the the spiritual forces of darkness to proclaim death um, and man's, uh, you know, the the bigness of man. Um, you know.
2: Well, you, you go for that, brother, and we're anxious to find out how that works out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <right.
0: laughs> you know, I'm gonna survey to everyone who has a giant skeleton in their. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, my, oh my! so oh my, but still,
2: <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> my um, I'll just have someone on camera and we'll do a whole show. Um, oh sounds great. We're taking it on the road. <laughs> um,
2: uh, my ugly theme here today, and it's, it's, you know, it's not intended to, to make uh, Christmas seem, seem ugly at all, but it's just to kind of pull back the veil a little bit to mm-hmm. say that this is what's, this is what's really happening. And we yet should celebrate, you know, just as just as sure as we celebrate D Day and, and V E Day and times of great victory. Um, this it's actually a bigger narrative than we're willing to um, in, engage with or mm-hmm. or intersect into our you know into our uh, thought processes or daily fare. This is a we've we've substituted the the good. We've substituted the best for the good, mm-hmm. you know. Let's, let's face it, Santa Claus pales. Everything about Santa Claus pales at Christ being born in a manger and intersecting the kingdom of darkness on our behalf, mm-hmm. you know. Um, everything else that you might want to uh, uh, embrace, the, the gift-giving, the tree, the lights, the, the candy canes, the cookies, all that just pales. In comparison to what has really taken place, oh, God, you man. know, God leaving His throne, coming and Emmanuel dwelling among us, you know, uh, His His creation, so so small and frail and and fraught with pain and suffering. You know, I, I said here that Santa Claus suit was red because it was it was stained with blood. And it was not a silent night. We remember that um, Willie Nelson song. You know, it was not a silent night. There was blood on the ground. This was the baby a,
1: was crying.
2: The baby was crying. This this was a painful birth of. Uh, this was not a sterile, you know, you know, uh, a birthing room <laughs> magical, at the uh, just pop out. <laughs> uh, at the uh, you know at, at the local, local emer- emergency room or whatever. Uh, um, there was an, it probably wasn't a midwife. You know, there this was. Harsh, very, very harsh circumstances. We mm-hmm. even try to sentimentalize the harsh circumstances. You know, you, you know these these pictures of very yeah. tr- trudging on a donkey in the middle of the night. Um, but they they genuinely were, and and this was the manner, and this was God's choice in the matter, since mm-hmm. you know, since He had the um, uh, the capacity and the and the omnipotence to to make these choices. Right. To to script the narrative, so to speak. Um, This this was this was what he how he chose to introduce himself Uh on the beachhead of uh, humankind to say, I've come to rescue you. I love you. Um, This was never it was never my intention for it to be this way. And I'm about to uh, execute the solution uh, to the to the problem. Mm. And so. this is uh, this is what Christmas is really a, a, all about, and it's 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 merry, um, but it's scary too. Uh, <laughs> it's a little scary, and the implications of it are huge, uh-huh. genuinely huge. Christmas is a, is a violent invasion of the kingdom of uh, darkness by the kingdom of light, uh-huh. and um, some too. One and two, I think, puts this on full display mm-hmm. where it says, why do the nations rage and the people plot in vain, a, a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves uh, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. And of course, um, like I see, I said in the beginning, and uh, I, I don't want to uh, camp on this too much because it's, a, it's, a, it's really a gruesome um, account in, in Scripture. But we see the pushback, you know, almost immediately. Um, uh, we, we, of course, there's a there's a little bit of a of um, a grace period. There's a little bit of a honeymoon period. Uh, Mary and Joseph are presenting the baby at the temple. There's Simeon and Anna. Um, people may can speculate, perhaps maybe even a a period of as much as two years may have may have passed. Um, but uh, then the whole episode with the wise men and Herod's Herod's anger yeah. and his frothing anger uh, it, it, that he has been uh, double-crossed, so to speak, although he was trying to double-cross,
0: you know. Yes. The, yeah, that's the, the king, you know the kingdom of darkness's response. Right. Exactly to incite Herod to try to keep his authority, uh, just yeah. as a mere threat that this Messiah is uh, come God's right. God's leader uh is come to the earth and uh, you know what does what does man's man and the kingdom of darkness pair together um to try to obliterate it and they ruthlessly kill uh children um yeah. exactly uh, to, to try to stop it from coming and uh yeah. shows you the, the the battle is is real and it has its uh collateral damage um yeah great cost and it shows the depravity of man um yeah you know when we walk in the earth it's it's difficult to discern you know how much how you know it depends on your worldview how much of the spiritual realm is influencing the 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 history of man and you know is it it the evil that men do or is it the the enemy inspiring people um or is it a little bit of both um right But uh, when you see something like that, there's there's one thing that's clear, um, that it's evil, and, um, right. and it, there's no way you can deny that. Um, mm-hmm. I, guess I think
1: it's very interesting it. that um, we Arthur just said the, the word pushback. You know, even this morning there's been pushback. Oh,
2: we've had you know, so many distractions.
1: We've <laughs> been trying to get this, you know, this this gone story done, and the dogs having a hard time and. All these dropping bills, and a friend of ours is here scraping the, the, <laughs> the sidewalk for us. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like every at every point, Satan would not like to have this broadcast. Yeah. broadcast. It, it,
2: it certainly seems that way. Uh, we've had our share of uh, pushback this morning. And we uh, are not unaware of his schemes. Mm-hmm. We uh, are engaged with an unholy trinity of the world, the flesh, and the devil so uh and where those collide or where those are in in uh unison um mm-hmm. against uh, uh the holy trinity of of uh, even in and of ourselves of of our own um spirit man and our soulish realm and, and our own flesh uh and the holy trinity of the father and son and holy spirit this is a this is a, a this is where all the, you know, the, the conflict uh, takes place mm-hmm. and we can rest. That greater is he that <laughs> is in me than he who is in the world. Exactly. John, first mm-hmm. John four, four. And 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 we rest knowing that, you know, D-Day has happened mm-hmm. and Satan is defeated. And mm-hmm. even though we do live in this now not yet dispensation, and even though it's veiled, uh, bad things do happen to good people. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, sure. um, uh, we don't get it a hundred percent right in the pulpit every Sunday,
1: mm-hmm. or
2: in as in our Christian expression, in our
1: walk on daily on a daily
2: basis. On our, our walk on a daily basis, we pray for the sick, and some of them get sicker. Yeah. And um, we uh, share the gospel with people and they reject, reject us and, mm-hmm. and they unfriend us on, on Facebook and all kinds of things like this. But it doesn't give us license to recede mm-hmm. and to say, well, we're not going to do that anymore. Right. Uh, right. I'm done with that. I guess... Uh, just everybody who's mm. saved is is saved is going to get saved yeah, and, and I was going to start being a Calvinist or or you know the the church fathers engaged in asceticism you, you know they went off into the wilderness the and and, and, stuff, and uh, yeah. said we're going to separate from from everything and that was uh You know, that had a lot of Greek thought surrounding it, that the flesh was evil and Mm -hmm. that only the spirit had value. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to mortify the body in order to really try to crucify the flesh. And, you know, let me tell you, in many cases, our daily fare crucifies the flesh (laughs) sufficiently, at least for me, the past Um, two months. has been quite an adventure. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, we we have to uh, uh, trust God with this and be obedient to his Correct. calling to engage uh, the culture around us and right. uh, do battle on the spiritual realm. We battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers in, in high and in, in high places or That's heavenly right. places. That's right. And yeah. so um, we have to distinguish this. You know, we're not we're not going to go up to the house that has the uh, the skeleton and, and with rotten eggs and, and uh, a mm. Bible in our hands, and start shaking our finger at them and telling them how wrong they are. But maybe we should invite them over for cookies and uh, thank and, and a Christmas uh, celebration and and engage in a conversation and and gently ask, um, uh, yeah, understand. Why did why did you do that this year? Um, um, do you really know what's uh, what, what's happening here? Mm. So these are our methods of engagement uh we preach the truth in love yeah. right uh, and uh and and um and trust yeah. god with the the results and the accomplishment of that
0: absolutely we uh we yeah. use the word of god to can you know to let the holy spirit work um just this just this week a lot has happened um in terms of uh uh on through the ministry that i'm doing uh, our church is actually doing a message today about telling people what needs to end uh, in, terms mm-hmm. of, wow. in terms of, you know, it's, a, it's New Year's, it's New Year's. And it's like uh, um, uh, our pastor has sent out an email indicating that he's going to point to, you know, the fact that New Year's um, is a time where people want to, you know, add this good habit or add that good habit. And yeah. he's pointing to, you know, is this a, what needs to end? as in terms oh, of personal sin or your addictions or, or whatever like that. And, um, um, so we'll be beginning the, uh, the, the, celebrate recovery, uh, lesson number one on, on Wednesday. And I think, uh, you know, uh, the season and the time is sort of going to point people, um, to, right. to ending, uh, the things they should, uh, yeah. according to what the word of God says. And mm-hmm. on Wednesday night, um, I was you know talking to the men uh that had come to the group and and you know was sharing my testimony and and how the Word of God convicted me um with the drunken verses, uh one of which is first uh, corinthians six nine and ten and uh I told I told them you know that um you know the word of God says that drunkards shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And and I you know I just tell my story whatever. and whatever. One of the guys said, uh, "Hey, MT, um, does it actually say? Does the word of actually say that drunkards will not inherit the kingdom of God?" And then I did a quick Google search to get the to get that uh, scripture reference. They said, "Yeah, it's First Corinthians six nine and ten, and it's not just drunkards. There are lots of uh, other sins that are highlighted there, but I I was just pointing to the one." And I'm like, "Yeah, and that's you know." And I pointed to scripture, uh, the, the verses where uh Jesus you know indicates that we have to be authentically his. We have to be really his right. way we live our lives. Um the, this passage in Matthew where he says we never he we, he never knew knew you um to the right. who said I did all these works in your name and look yeah. at all the good things I did and I did it in your name, Lord. But some there was a separation there between okay them doing those things supposedly for the kingdom and he, and they're actually being under his lordship because he says, uh, you know, you never, never knew you. And then I said, and he doesn't take it easy on the people who just show up at church and go home and right. their business because yeah. in Luke uh, there's a similar passage that says, you know, Hey Jesus, we saw you in our streets and we, we, we listen, we listened to your teaching. We, we sat at your table and, and ate with you. I never knew you neither. Um mm-hmm. uh, because you can you know you can listen, but it doesn't mean you've entered into the kingdom. Um uh, uh, exactly. so I pointed to all these things, you know, the fact that our sin and somebody else brought up um unforgiveness uh in the oh, yeah. Matthew, oh. Matthew six, right after the Lord's Prayer that every Christian knows in one form or another, it says, you know, right after the Lord's prayer, Jesus said, If if you don't forgive, you um you know my father won't forgive you and right. so it sort of makes That's it, what i struggle with sort of points to unforgiveness is something that can separate us and i and right. i pull these things and i said well what is this telling us it's telling us that we have to be authentically his really believe and actually you know as disciples we're learners uh students yes of the teacher and when he right. these things it's not like you don't just do the steps you live the life you right. You right. know, you authentically try to represent his kingdom and uh, tell people. And today, um, you know, so this is that that was a Wednesday. And <laughs> and then Thursday, I get a I get a prayer request uh, for someone uh, from someone from our church is like, so pray for this woman. Her husband uh, just had an overdose. And the next day or yesterday, oh. it was Friday and yesterday, um, I get the news that he didn't make it and part of my message on wednesday night was like after all of that i said Sometimes you don't you don't get a second chance and i went right. into people that we've lost uh that i knew personally from recovery this one here that one there um yeah. how they couldn't couldn't leave the demons behind how they they had to go back to the streets and their homeboys and the approval of their their fellow man uh even though they were known for sharing a bible verse from time to time right like they were called they were called away from their family called to the streets called to the darkness and the, the decision to do so cost them their lives and so yes. this is a real okay. spiritual battle um it is it, it really is, is not a matter it's of lifestyles choices these are these are these are choices that um that divide us um that either in the kingdom uh-huh. of darkness or in the kingdom of light and uh-huh. we choose ourselves our flesh and the philosophies of this world we're siding with satan and, yes. and and the cost can be great um including our very life yes. and it breaks my heart today that it snowed because our church is going virtual uh with all services and oh. you know the people that you know we'll use whatever though so those right. are not going to stop his purposes. Um, right. Sure. Um, you know, if we think we could do anything to save someone, then we'd be really upset, which I guess I was. Uh, but <laughs> you know, I'm not <laughs> doing it. And that's why I pointed to the word of God. And, you know, I right. testimony, my stories and everything. But right. I, first and foremost, it was the word of God. And if you want to be changed, um, right. that came out this week too. And the Bonhopper devotional, if you, you know, yeah. we can set our intention but if we want positive, lasting change, the only way it happens is through the renewing of our mind and our surrender to the Lord. If, yes, if absolutely. he gives new he gives you life and he gives you new life. And so if yeah. you want to walk out of the darkness on a permanent basis, the only way you're going to do it is by renewing yourself and surrendering to, to Christ Lordship uh, to live in the mm-hmm. light. So,
1: you know, Mark, I really appreciate that because that was real confirmation. That is exactly what I taught last night in the prison
0: to mm-hmm. the ladies and sit so the message so, is going around you know what i'm saying it's going
1: around and we're, we're doing the blessed and last night was blessed are the pure in heart and i talked we discussed about what really is pure in heart and everything you said was just right along the lines of what i said last night so that's real confirmation mm. but the good thing is the good news of yes. all of this the hardest is darkness could bring in <laughs> all of this stuff is the revelations 11:15 15 verse at the end of his yeah. his uh, yeah. outline here that says
2: uh, but well, before we you know before we do that, uh, I did want to share from the opening verse and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. And in in the backdrop of what you just uh, expressed and shared with us, Mark, uh, my Jack Hayford commentary says, uh, though the Greek here is somewhat difficult to translate, the idea in this verse is that the kingdom of heaven which Jesus set up as a powerful movement or reign among men suffers violence, requires uh, requires of them an equally strong uh, radical reaction. The violent who take it by force are people of keen enthusiasm and commitment who are willing to respond to the, uh, and propagate with radical abandonment the message and dynamic of God's reign. This is an allusion to the messianic nature of Jesus' ministry and to those who are participating in it by following him. Jesus is likely recalling uh, Micah 2, 12 and 13, where the prophet speaks of the deliverance of people from exile through the activity of the uh, shepherd,
0: Messiah. And if, so, would, and if I may, I can I can share um uh, macarthur's uh comments because immediately when i saw that verse i'm like i gotta pull yeah. up that, that thing uh, uh, and so <laughs> macarthur um shares he says notice that where matthew says the violent take it by force luke has everyone forcing his way into it in luke 16 16 and he says so the sense of this verse may be rendered this way the kingdom presses ahead relentlessly, relentlessly. only the relentless press their way into it thus again christ is magnifying the difficulty of entering the kingdom so it's right. yeah. easy right.
1: the narrow gate, yeah the, 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 the narrow way
0: right but
1: the thing is is also different we're not advocating violence no
0: and of course not. we're not, not
1: advocating yeah. that the, the you know the crazy
0: right zealot, and that's you know, why we, we look, look you know we go wait a second let's take a look go at back the and, look and see what jesus
1: did yeah. jesus loved and jesus Jesus cared for, and Jesus helped, and Jesus healed, and he took and the then hit. He took yeah. Jesus the violin. died. Yeah, yeah. He took it. Yeah, and so that we wouldn't have to take it. And so this comes. I recognize this is also in the Hallelujah chorus,
2: right? So from the Hallelujah chorus, <laughs> which was actually written for Easter, but is often sung during the Christmas season, uh, we read from Revelation 11:15. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And, and that's the objective. It's, yeah. a, it's a reset. It's a, um, it's a restoration of the way things uh, were intended to be. Mm. And, and, and this is the manner that God chose in order to uh, execute his plan. Um, probably not the way that we would have done it, right? <laughs> Left to our own devices, you, you know, we tried and have tried, even continue to try. Within, with our own uh, fleshly pushbacks mm-hmm. to make things happen.
0: Right. but
2: God always has a uh, far more majestic uh, far more um, dramatic <laughs> and uh, uh, manner and plan that's completely contrary you know always completely contrary to the to the ways of the world hmm. and the world's systems and the kingdom of darkness sure. and um, and it will prevail. As it says here, and he shall reign forever forever and ever. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Well, Mark, I guess we're at our close now and
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Ooh, a
1: lesson. Heavy lesson there, my dears.
0: Heavy duty. Yeah, pray. he will reign for, and that's the good news. He will reign forever and ever. <laughs> you can sing if you want. Oh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Lord God, He shall reign forever and ever. I don't know if that was a prompting to sing it, oh, but
1: that was good. Was good. I love <laughs> it. Anyway, God.
0: let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for for reigning forever and ever thank you for rescuing us all uh by send, sending our lord and savior our savior um, and in more ways than one um, Jesus Christ to show us um the better way the the way to life eternal um through faith him thank you for um invading uh the earth uh, through the uh, through the coming of Christ and lord we 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 wait for it uh, to be fully realized, and as we are we are saved, we're being saved, and uh, we were yet to be saved um, yes. by the, His His coming kingdom. And uh, Lord, we can't wait for it. Well, we thank you for um, this encouragement today. Uh, that, that you always encourage us to um, to follow you and to live in your kingdom right now. Yeah. Um, Lord, so yes. we thank you for your word that tells us this and, and leads us to experience it um, when, we, when we surrender to it. Well, Lord, we just pray for you to to bless the gospel message that goes out today through the uh, men and women of God who will proclaim your word today, uh, be it in small churches, big churches, or uh, just on the street. Um, Lord, we, we, we thank you for the message of hope uh, that we have in Jesus. We pray for you to bless it. And Lord, where where people meet and gather and worship, we pray for you to bless the worship today that'll exalt your name and praise. And yes. uh, the fellowship of the saints, uh, be it uh, meeting yes. online or uh, or in person, uh, we pray for your Holy Spirit to uh, to bless the fellowship of the saints today, to encourage one another to keep on walking and talking with you, and to uh, proclaim uh, the coming of the kingdom um lord we thank you we praise you we love you and we pray all these things in the mighty name of jesus amen 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 amen
1: amen
0: Amen. um well thank you uh arthur for the study uh you were missed over the last two weeks i i pray for your healing and uh for Your authorship of next week's study. Yes,
1: thank
0: you. And I uh, appreciate everyone who's listening or watching our our message um, today. Um, we do it to encourage you and your faith, and we appreciate every comment, every view, every like, every whatever, uh, every subscriber um, that that tunes in or or clicks on uh, our material. Um, that just because it encourages us. Um, that we're not just uh, speaking to nothingness that that something people are people are hearing it and people are being encouraged right. by it so if you want to be more encouraged we have a whole archive of our bible studies and different uh, messages on the mt for christ 247 podcast and our youtube channel of the same name and uh, we appreciate it when you uh, subscribe and share or, or like Um, because this message isn't too common, unfortunately. The message of hope and freedom uh, that we try to uh, Mm -hmm. impress upon people and that you can live this thing not just on Sunday, but every day in life. Um, From Arthur and Susanna, Tammy and myself, we say thank you and uh, God bless you all. God God bless
1: and Merry Christmas. Merry
0: Christmas (laughs) and Happy New Year.